Welcome to the Forging Better Humans podcast. I am your host. I've always wanted to say it like that. Ted Drever at Iron Legion Strength and Combat. Your 100% non-virtual experience right here in downtown Ocala, Florida. This podcast is going to take on my, well, you know, my favorite way of saying it is this podcast is designed to melt fucking snowflakes and give you an insight into how to become the best and most capable human being you could possibly be. Enjoy. So I put a post in our um, private members group the other day, and it's from a great book that I would highly recommend anyone out there get that is trying to live at a level above average. Uh, Somebody, people who are driven, focused, want more out of life. The book No Surrender by Paul Wagner is an excellent, like just, I mean, the whole book is just full of fire. Um, but there's a, there was a page in there I took a picture of that I dropped in our members group and it talks about, um, these days it just seems like everybody's racing towards a stop sign. Um, and I can remember, you know, if I take a step back out of, you know, the, the fitness realm and motivating you guys type realm, uh, I was in Tampa one time with a buddy of mine, we were in his BMW and we're cruising through downtown and we're just, I think we were going down Dale Mabry or something. And these cars just like, they just fucking whip past you, right? Just hauling ass only in 25 yards to get stopped by a stop sign. Right. And they just and they constantly do that. They're just leapfrogging through traffic, going super fast. I had a coach here, Adam Davis. He was famous for that shit. That's all he ever wanted to do was go fast everywhere. But you're constantly going to get stopped. And, you know, what is the point in that? It's just like rev up, stop. And it's just it's just frustrating. You're never really going to get anywhere any faster. I can tell you nine times out of ten, the guy that's taking his time methodically and getting there and doing things the right way is going to probably beat you there um, because you're going to get a ticket or run out of gas or whatever. Bygones, the story was a little bit off the rails. But my point being... I see it in this business where we have people that come in, they sign up, they've got great intentions. They, they had to, it took them a while to come here. Um, they had to, uh, steal themselves to be able to come in and try a a style of training like ours. It's different. Um, This isn't Planet Fitness. I don't want it to be Planet Fitness. Everything we do here is hard, gritty, and it's done with intent to make you the best you'll ever be. Um, so it takes some people a couple times to really kind of get into it. They've talked themselves into it. They get here and now they're trying it. But in their head, you can see it. You can see it when they come in. They're like, I'm giving you a chance. But the first opportunity I get to split, I'm fucking gone. Right. So what is that first opportunity to split for guys? Sometimes they can come in here and we're loading up barbells and the girl next to him is loading up more, more weight than he can possibly lift. And he can't fucking handle it. These are the moments I cherish. I love this. This part right here is the best because I can watch that mental shift in their head. Do they really want to work or are they looking for an excuse to get the fuck out of here? Now they're going to tell you, I don't want to work out with girls that lift weight like that. These girls are hot, they're strong, and they're tougher than you. Um, And they've got way more mental capacity than you. And you just can't fucking handle it. Suck it up and learn. Take a step back. Drop your ego, start training, and before long, 
you probably will outpace those girls, but it's the guys that just can't quite do it, man. It's just so awesome to watch. So those kind of guys, that's their first, I found my stop sign. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm too competitive for that. It's not, they'll never tell anybody. There's girls at Iron Legion that outlifted the shit out of me in the first week I was there and I can't handle it. I can't stomach that. No, no, no. Most guys are like, I just can't do CrossFit. You're right. You can't. There's probably not a lot of things you can do because you're a pussy. Um, Then you have the other ones. They come in here. They've got their mom in their ear. They've got their doctor in their ear. They've got their friends in their ear. CrossFit's dangerous. That type of training is dangerous. Don't do that. It's dangerous. Why are you doing that? Be fat like me. Let's go out on Friday and have beers like me. Let's go eat and fucking hang out and be useless, lushes and pieces of shit like me. I don't want you to get better. I want you to stay with me always in their ear, but they've decided to break through from that. They're here at the gym. They're training. They're making themselves better. First time they slip up and get hurt, twist an ankle, pull a hammy, whatever it is, something small. That's it. I'm done. They were right. It was dangerous. Can't do it. Got to stop. Then they take two weeks off, three weeks off, sitting on the couch. They want to return. They keep saying it to themselves. I'm going to return. I'm going to go back. I really want to be fit. But that negativity starts setting in. Maybe those guys were right. Maybe I'm not cut off for this. Maybe that stuff is dangerous. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. They re- they've got their stop sign. They got there. I'm out. I ain't going to do this anymore. Then you have the other ones that we used to run uh, boot camps. And I keep getting these questions all the time. Why are you going to run your next boot camp? When are you going to run your next boot camp? You heard it here, folks. I'm never going to run another boot camp. Why? You're training people to run to a stop sign. You're saying in six weeks, I can give you X. I can. I can give you that if you decide to dedicate on your own. There's only a handful of people, though, that can actually take that dedication and turn that into their lifestyle for the rest of their life. Most of these people, when they signed up, they weren't looking for something for the rest of their life. They just wanted a quick six-week fix. They wanted to get to their stop sign. They wanted to get to their wedding photos. They wanted to get to their um, whatever it is. I, you know, They're going to boot, a real boot camp. Um, they have different things in mind. They needed that stop sign. They needed that six weeks or they're even 12-week. We used to run 12-week boot camps too. of those people, out. They don't even make it past the second week. It's hard here. Everything that we do is hard here. But the the expectation that you can get somewhere in six or 12 weeks is an easy sell. An easy sell to a weak mind. Hey, you know, I can get you there in six to 12 weeks. That weak mind only heard that part of it. When they're here and they have to talk to me and I explain to them that you are actually going to have to show up four times a week. You're going to have to do the workouts and you're going to have to eat these particular foods. and You're going to have to do these things, right? Some of them are tough enough to make it to the end doing those things. They see big results, but they Al Bundy it out. What do I mean by that? They got their touchdowns in their football game. That's all they needed. They needed to show themselves that they could do it back on the fucking couch for me. I know how to do this. They got to their stop sign. They're not trying, right? We're not looking for people like that. I don't want to work with people like that. I don't want your money. I want to make you better. Stop racing for stop signs. Stop looking for stop signs. What we need to be looking for are changes in our lives to make ourselves 
better, to make ourselves role models to our kids, better employees, better employers, um, better citizens, better people in your community, um, lifting yourself up above the lazy, mediocre people that are out there every single day that are just so boring. The consumer class, the ones that are being created by social media. Just take it easy. Everything's a joke. Zero fucks given, bro. Give me a fucking break. You need to take your training seriously. You need to take your food seriously. If you didn't pay attention over this last pandemic, who the fuck lived through all that stuff? Healthy people. Who got hit the worst? Unhealthy people. Come on, man. This shit is common sense. You've got to take care of yourself, number one. First and foremost, right? Zero fucks given. Give me a fucking break. It's time to get rid of that bullshit attitude. Taking this this cynical, everything's a joke process towards anything that somebody takes seriously is bullshit, man. You guys need to start standing up for the things that you really believe in. If you have a goal, that goal, nothing should shake your fucking gaze from that. Oh, you twisted your ankle. Okay. You still want to lose 10 pounds. You still want to get 15 pounds off. You want to get lean. You want to have good performance. You want to be healthy. You want to do these types of things. You got to stay the course. You have to find a way to work around that. And the best way to do that is with coaches and a team and a bunch of people to kind of help you along the way. Trying to do that kind of stuff on your own, it's easy to get caught up with that negativity shit. I I would say this year, over the last six to eight months, I've experienced more injury in my life than I think I've done in quite some time. Uh, if I think back, it was uh, November of last year. I had a, a severe, I'm a spear fisherman, love spearfish. Um, I had a pretty nasty experience where we were diving a little too deep. And I believe I might've got the bends at some way, shape or form. Could have been the bends. It could have been uh, a pinched nerve. Nobody really knows, but I lost all the feeling in my legs. Like I could touch my skin, but I could not feel my hand touching my skin. It was really creepy, right? So I'm at the emergency room and they're like, we don't really know what it is. It looks like it might be a pinched nerve, but it could be decompression sickness. It could be all these different kinds of things. Um, we recommend that you don't dive and you don't do any physical activities and we don't do any of those types of things. I didn't, I didn't listen. So two weeks later, I'm just doing routine maintenance and motion. I didn't overload myself, but I stayed in the game. I started to recover. I started to feel better. Um, and then I slowly started adding in my training modalities, the different things that I like to do, a little bit more weight, a little more gymnastics, a little more jujitsu. Before long, my legs were fine. Everything was good. Um, not too long after that, I broke my toes on the jujitsu mat. Um, another great reason to just say, Hey, fuck it, man. I hit a stop sign. I don't need to do this anymore. Uh, you know, the, the, your toes, I walk on these toes. I need these toes. Um, I literally that same night went right back into wrestling with broken toes, um, and worked my way through and taping my toes up and being a little bit more careful as far as my foot placement moving forward. A couple weeks later, I stepped off a curb, stupid, stepped off a curb in a hurry twisted my ankle, twisted it hard, like turned, turned the whole heel up sideways. And I swear my ankle touched the asphalt when I stepped off the curb. It hurt so fucking bad. What did I do? On the second day of that injury, I came in and I started doing back squats, deadlifts, different things like that. Motion, staying in the game. Were they super heavy things? No. Was it painful? Sure. Yeah, it's very painful. But I have to get back to where I was. We are training perishable skill sets. These are things that go away with time. If you take long breaks, 
if you decide that I'm going to take a break for a little while because I'm injured, all of your conditioning goes away. Your strength goes away. That shit terrifies me. I, I broke my collarbone in December on Christmas Eve, heading home on a goofy ass little skateboard and one wheel, broke my collarbone. And I can remember about two days after breaking that collarbone, sitting on my couch going, I can't defend my family right now. I can't do anything structurally. You don't realize how structural your collarbone is. I was extremely nervous. So instead of panicking and sitting in a dark corner on my couch and hoping for the best and praying that God would heal me someday, I went to my gym and got back to fucking work. And I worked around the collarbone. I did other types of movements all lower body movements and in doing so started to heal my upper body movements. I went through rotational exercises, different things like that, slowly, carefully, patiently. When I, my point is, is like, yeah, Ted's pretty accident prone. Eh, maybe, maybe I'm accident prone or I'm always pushing the edge. I've always liked to see how far I can push my body. And sometimes my body responds with that was far enough. So, and then we take it a little bit further and we keep pushing and pushing, but I don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. Since then, there's been a couple of other things I've had to deal with as well. Recently, I'm dealing with this really cool cauliflower ear. Fun, right? But I'm pushing and I'm pushing and I'm pushing and I'm not letting things set me back. I'm not looking for stop signs. I'm looking to be the best version of myself. I'm not you. You're not me. My way isn't going to work for you necessarily. But what I'm trying to explain is you don't have to stop. There are ways to keep going, to keep pushing, stay in the game, sit on the sidelines at the gym with your friends, feel the energy of the gym if you have to, support your friends if you need to, be there, go through the slower motion, scale things off, do things. Don't quit. Don't stop. Don't look for the excuse. Everybody's looking for the excuse. Everybody's looking for that little short-term fix and they're looking for the excuse to validate other people's opinions. Do you want to be that person? I don't want to train with people like that. I don't want to train people to be like that. I want to change your mindset. I want to take you to a place where we ignore people like that. We transcend to a new place and we all drive forward together. Is there going to be bumps and bruises along the way? Yep. That's part of the learning lessons of life. And there's no better place to learn them than on the jujitsu mats, the CrossFit floor, the weightlifting decks. These are the places where you can learn commitment and dedication. And that commitment and dedication and intensity will roll over into your normal every single day life. You cannot ignore these things. As a human being, you have to have them. You have to have these physical pushes, these mental challenges, and you have to overcome them. You can't always succumb to every little tiny thing and say, oh, that wasn't for me. I'm going to try something else. Give something due diligence. Give it time. Learn it. Learn the best pieces of it. Find things that work great for you and let it drive you forward. Take an injury, turn it into a challenge. Now, not only am I injured, member A, if I'm member A, my name is Steven, right? And I'm injured. I am going to find a way around this. And I'm also going to show someone else how to get out of it. Hey, when I was injured and I had this particular thing, I was able to do this and I worked around it and I recovered so much faster. 
that's contributing to the group. That is learning and educating yourself, but then opening up that education towards your group and allowing your peers to see what you're doing. Maybe even document it on social media. Show people the journey along your way as you heal yourself. That's giving back. Um, It's looking at an injury or a setback as a challenge versus an injury or a setback, a good opportunity to stop is the best way to do it. Look at it as a challenge. Look at it as something to overcome. Document it, even if you do it for yourself, which I highly recommend you do anyway. Just do it for yourself. Now, if you have that need to show other people's way, that's cool too. Show them how to make it better. So just wanted to sit and talk about that for a little bit today. It's just been on my mind. It's been bugging me a little bit. You know, we had somebody quit recently based on a doctor telling them, um, you know, you can't do CrossFit. Well, that's a pretty common theme uh, because CrossFit as a whole can be very dangerous if it is not coached properly. This particular person is was brand new, uh, highly reliant upon their doctor and their doctor. They don't even know who we really are yet. Um, and they, they took it upon themselves to just say, hey, my doctor said no to me. You know, if I look at that same thing um, and you take CrossFit methodology in and of itself and water it down to its most basic, basic point. Most of you guys out there see CrossFit as it's the games, it's muscle ups, it's crazy lifting weights overhead. It's this, it's fast. It's all these crazy things. Nah, man. At its basic, basic root, CrossFit is functional movement. CrossFit is being able to sit into a chair and stand up out of a chair. CrossFit is being able to pick something up and put it in the uh, the cupboard over your head. CrossFit is being able to squat down and pet your dog. CrossFit is, you know, being able to squat down, pick your kid up, carry your kid through Disney in one arm. Um, CrossFit is functional movement when you water it down to its base. Uh, so there's no reason for a doctor to say, don't do CrossFit. That's an inexperienced doctor. First and foremost, however, I do champion that doctor in the fact that most of the CrossFits these days are big cheerleading shit shows, not led by good coaching. I agree with that. Take your time, find a CrossFit gym that has coaches that care about CrossFit. Ask them what CrossFit means to you. Ask them what the root of CrossFit is. Um, And if they can't answer with functional movement, move on. Um, Because first and foremost, that's the base of what we're doing here. So if I've got some crazy workout set up on the board for my members, I can take that and break it all the way down to the most basic, basic movements for that particular person. Those basic movements being the things that they did just to get here today. They got up out of bed. They did a squat. They sat on a toilet. They did a squat. They grabbed the cereal box off the top of their fridge. They lift it over their head, right? I can water movements all the way down to that, and then we can grow from there together. Um, But it's going to be up to you and your ego to not let that person on the deck next to you screw up your workout. And what do I mean by that? That person, I'm asking you to do an air squat. The person next to you has 35 pounds on the bar. Oh, I can't stand it. I got to put 35 pounds on the bar too. No, you don't. You're not doing their workout. You're doing your workout. Don't look, don't rush to that stop sign so quick. Don't put too much on yourself in the beginning. So that particular conversation recently just kind of bugged me too. So we have that as well to deal with out there in the world. So on one hand, doctors, you are correct. CrossFit can be very dangerous. On the other hand, every sport is dangerous. 
every training modality is dangerous when it's not taught by the right people or under watchful eyes of people who actually care or understand what they're actually training. If they're training because they're excited, young little level one CrossFit coaches that are just ah, cheerleaders, I'd be very, very cautious about that. If you have an established business with people who have high certification levels and years and years and years in the industry, um, backed up by doctors and everything else, it's a lot less risk. So do your time in research, look at those types of things. Um, anyway, I'm kind of rambling a little bit, but my point is there's no reason to stop. You need to be turning this into a lifestyle, not a goal. And then we quit. We are not rushing to a stop sign here. We are trying to make better people for longevity. So forging better humans is what we're all about. Look us up. We're in downtown Ocala, 100% non-virtual experience out.